Yes, we do get to celebrate the blessings. And the four people that are going to speak and enter into the waters of baptism this morning are excited to share their story with you. They're excited to tell you about the blessings that God has blessed them with, but they're also excited to share that with each of you. And I pray and I hope that each of you are blessed through their stories this morning. We're going to have Olivia join us. Good morning. I accepted Jesus into my life at a young age. I grew up in a Christian family and I went to church every Sunday. I was involved in the student ministries all the way up until my high school graduation last year. Throughout high school, I struggled on and off with depression and anxiety, most of it stemming from how out of control my life was feeling. I lost several family members to cancer in the span of a few years and I was angry with God. I blamed him for taking them away and I struggled to understand why he would do this to my family. Every time I thought I had come to grips with this, another family member was diagnosed and passed away. It was an endless cycle of anger towards God and questioning his plan. The more I questioned, the greater my depression and anxiety became. I turned toward drugs and alcohol to feel some sort of control in my life. Of course, that didn't work. I was guilty and ashamed of where I was, which only fed into my internal struggles. I went to my first semester at a Christian university thinking that this would solve all of my problems. I'd be surrounded by godly people who would help build me up in my faith, which they did, and I praise God for the people he's brought into my life. But I also thought I wouldn't be surrounded by things I'd been tempted with in the past. I was wrong. Sin has a way of following you wherever you go until you give it to God. And I came to the realization that the way I was living my life was not pleasing to the Lord in any way. The more control I thought I had, the more out of control my life was, and so I chose to let go. There are struggles in this life, and there will always be struggles. I choose to put my hope in Jesus Christ. I don't have to understand his plan for me. That's where faith comes in. God has been working miracles in my life, and he has transformed my heart. I'm standing here to say in front of you all that Jesus is my Savior. He rescued me from this path I was going down. I am forever grateful to him, and so I will praise him and live for him the rest of my days. Olivia, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, sin, and your own evil desires, and promise to follow him and him alone? Yes. It's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with him in the likeness of his death. Raised to new life. Now we're going to have Jacob join us. Good morning. The journey of my faith in Jesus Christ has been a great blessing in my life and one which I will eternally be grateful. He has blessed me with the opportunity of growing up in a family with several generations of faith. As a result, I received Christ at a very young age. My faith became real to me in high school through the friends that he placed in my life. As I transitioned into college, I found my faith was both challenged and supported by those around me, and I was better able to grasp the importance of having Jesus Christ in my life. I graduate from Hope College in May with a degree in nursing. As I look in the, 
At the anticipation, a craziness life will be sure to throw at me. I hope to cling to him and live with the purpose of representing him to those around me. My baptism today is something I have wanted to do for a while, but I have found that I have been able to bury it with an excuse. Whether it is the fact that I have not had a major coming to Jesus moment in my life or using the COVID-19 pandemic as a distraction, I have found it easy to excuse my baptism for a later time. I made a promise to myself when I started college that I would leave school having been baptized. Here I am four years later facing the reality that I am nearing the end of my education and about to transition into the real world where I hope to be a shining light in his kingdom. I'm getting baptized today to profess my faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the plans he has for me. He has proven himself to me to be faithful, and I want to put my trust in him publicly for the future he has in store for me. I would like to leave you guys with a verse that I put to memory. Colossians 3, 1 through 3 states, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthy things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Jacob, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, your own evil desires, and promise to follow Christ in Christ alone? Yes, I do. Because of your testimony of baptism, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bury with him in likeness of his death. Raised to new life in Christ. This is Mary, and she's going to share her story with us. Good morning. First Peter 1 says, For as much as you know that you've not been redeemed with corruptible things, such as silver and gold, from your vain way of life, received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Jesus, that your faith and hope might be in him. As I read those verses in scripture, I realized that even though I had been presented for infant baptism by believing parents, and even though I had formally joined the church when I was a teenager, and even though I was living a good life, I needed a personal relationship with Jesus. Amen. And so on May 10, 1968, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior with great joy. Through the years, God has shown himself to me as a gentle and loving shepherd. Through the good times, but maybe more especially during the hard times. And now that I'm in the latter years of my life, 
God has given me a strong desire to follow Jesus in adult baptism that I might give testimony to his amazing grace in my life and that I might deepen my relationship with him. The blind hymn writer, Fanny Crosby, has penned words that um, give uh, real beauty to what our Lord Jesus Christ has done for us. All the way my Savior leads me, what have I to ask beside? Can I doubt his tender mercy, who through life has been my guide? Heavenly peace, divinest comfort, here by faith in him to dwell. For I know whate'er befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. All the way my Savior leads me, oh, the fullness of his love. Heavenly rest to me is promised in my Father's house above. When my spirit, clothed immortal, wings its flight to realms unknown. This my song throughout the ages, Jesus led me all the way. Mary, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, sin, this evil desire, your evil desires in this world, and promise and pledge to follow him faithfully all the days of your life? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with him in the likeness of his death, Raised to new life in him. This is Ashley Brown. She's going to tell her story. Good morning. I had the nudge. First Peter 3.15, but in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect. As I prepared to share my story, this verse continued to come to my mind likely because my story didn't begin with a full understanding or respect of Christ's love. It wasn't until my early 20s, after a painful divorce, that I was left ashamed, alone, and without hope. I began to cycle through depression and anxiety that left me crippled inside. 
a colleague gave me a book about trusting God when life hurts, and it was then that I began attending church and accepted Jesus fully into my heart. This was the turning point of me, the sinner who was redeemed through God's grace, and I began to realize his good and his faithfulness all around me. It was then I met my now husband who continued to navigate our lives towards Christ. We had been given so much and outwardly our lives were perfect. Yet I was still dealing internally with fear and anxiety related to my brother's battle with mental health. If people were to ask me how I was, I gave them that cliche answer, fine, but I remained broken inside. It wasn't until my brother died by suicide in 2017 that I publicly professed that I too had let fear, anxiety, and worry overcome me. For the first time, I wasn't ashamed. I didn't allow the stigma of mental health to determine who he was or who I am. I let go and I let God, and I cried out to the others to do the same. God doesn't promise a life without suffering, but when we allow it, the Spirit will gradually transform our hearts, our minds, and souls, and it is by allowing this that we are able to share the reason for the hope that we have. Ashley, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? I have. Do you renounce Satan, this world, your own evil desires, and promise to continue to faithfully follow Christ and Christ alone? I do. Because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. Next, we have Abby Cairns. Tell her story. Hi, everyone. My name is Abigail Cairns, but you can call me Abby. I grew up in a Christian home, but for a very long time, God was the last thing on my mind. Two of my siblings were diagnosed with cancer. Another sibling was diagnosed with RSD, a severe nerve disorder. At this point, life was too chaotic and my mother started to drink to cope with it all. But she had become an alcoholic. Life had become too chaotic for me as well and I had become depressed and eventually suicidal. At this time, I was 14, about to turn 15. About two weeks before Christmas, my father had begged me to go to church with him and my mother. I had fought tooth and nail to get him to leave me alone, but he was relentless. So I went. At first I was grumpy and resentful, but when the music started, my mood had changed. It was so peaceful and beautiful. And when I looked around me, I could see the faces of those who felt the same way I did. It was the first time in a long time that I truly felt loved. Later in January of 2018, I had finally accepted Jesus into my heart. And that was the start of my journey towards spiritual, mental, and even physical healing. I had told my parents how I was actually doing. They could see that I was depressed, but they didn't know that I was suicidal. I went to therapy, started to eat healthy, and exercise again. 
I even began to go to church again. And I'm proud to say that I wasn't the only one who got better. My mother has now been sober for three, almost four years. Today I'm being baptized, but I want to share with you all a verse that still continues to help me. Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Abby, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes, sir. And do you renounce Satan, this world, your own evil desires, and promise to fulfill his glory in you to follow him and him alone? Yes, sir. Because of your testimony, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bury with him a likeness of his death. Raised to new life in him. Next, we have Kathy Afton. Hi, I'm Kathy Afton. Um, Jim challenged me again last Sunday. I was baptized as an infant and made a public profession of my faith as a teenager, but now I'm standing here to be baptized in obedience to God's plan. My story is one of adoption. My parents adopted me and my identical twin sister as infants. They shared with us early on that because of our birth parents' huge sacrifice, they were blessed. They chose us. They named us. We were theirs. We were a family. My parents um, were believers. They loved God, and they shared that love with us. A little while later, over time, I began to understand a much more significant adoption. God gave his only son to die for me, to take away my sin. That great sacrifice was for me. I'm now called God's child, the creator and sustainer of the universe, called me his daughter. I'm a child of the king for now and for eternity. All my life I had been and felt chosen, loved, and happy. But after 18 years of marriage, my world came crashing down. I was devastated. But God, my God, showed me in very tangible ways that his love never changes. His promises are for keeps. God's, God's love sticks. God has blessed me since for almost 25 years with a wonderful godly husband. In addition, in his grace and mercy, I have been united with my birth family. My birth parents married each other and had seven more kids. They have since passed, um, but we have had some amazing times getting to know my three remaining brothers and extended families. This testimony is not about me, but about God's faithfulness. He cares about family. If you haven't already accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, why not? There's room in this family for you too. Come join me as his adopted child, not just for now, but for eternity in the home he's preparing. The verse that I've chosen, yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, 
he gave the right to become children of God. Kathy, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? I have. And joined his family? Yes. <laughs> have you run out, do you run out Satan, sin, this evil world, all your evil desires, and promise to fulfill and continue to follow Jesus Christ and Christ alone? I do. Because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bury with him in likeness of his death. Raised to new life in him. And we have Amy Dyke here to give her testimony as well. Hello, my name is Amy Dyke, and I grew up in a loving Christian home and was baptized as an infant and made profession of faith in middle school. Looking back, I feel like I have always believed in God and accepted him into my life at a young age. For these reasons, I didn't feel a need to be baptized as an adult. However, when I made profession of faith in middle school, I hadn't yet experienced nearly the hardship and struggles that I have over the years since then. I now have a better understanding from personal experience of how desperately I need to rely on God every day for everything. So I felt God prompting me to publicly acknowledge this. Most recently, I was at a very critical low about a year ago that I can only give God credit for rescuing me from. Every day, every day, I feel like a complete mess, and I continue to have physical and mental struggles that I can't seem to overcome. However, I feel like God has me right where he wants me, which is recognizing that while I am incapable, he is more than capable of doing. Also, God continuously reminds me that he can and does use completely messed up people like me. One of my favorite verses is 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Amy, have you placed your faith in Christ Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan? this world, your own evil desires, and commit to continue to follow him and him alone? Yes. Awesome. Because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bury with him in the likeness of his blood. Raised to new life in him. Wow. Every single time, it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing to use the water, the testimonies, that hear these testimonies, to, to think about what God is doing just through the simple idea of water and how special that is in those stories. And so what a blessing it is and what a blessing I hope to them, to you as well. And let's continue to be blessed as we sing together. <laughs> 